Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Coach Unplugged is brought to you by great people over at TeachHoops.com for coaches who want to get better. From the fifth quarter studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. Here is your host, Steve Collins. Hey everybody, happy Thursday, episode 405 of Coach Unplugged, part two of the Coach Sullinger Rewind episode, like I said yesterday, last episode here, um, it's going to be a rewind episode, um, so make sure you go over and check that out, that's going to be really exciting, um, but before you do that, stop, go over, get your credit card out, join teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better, I can't imagine a better time. I know a lot of you are saying, oh, I'll just wait to the season. Well, don't wait. Prices are going to change. All sorts of things are going to change over in the site. So if you're thinking of getting in, now is the time to do it. Um, don't wait till August. That's what I'm telling you. So that's my hint. Um, also, make sure you go over and check out Dr. Dish. Um, tell, tell them that we sent you. They are a great organization and, and in my opinion, the best shooting machine on the market. Um, the trainers themselves would cost you the amount of it. If you hired those trainers to come in in your gym and, and work your players out, you could buy 17 of those those things. I'm exaggerating, but it's a guess. Um, anyway, so go over and check it out. Let's head off to the podcast. We're destroying the fiber of our country at the expense of money. You know what I mean? We're destroying. We're destroying our our forefathers were some really profound human beings, man, when they wrote the Constitution. You, you understand what I'm saying? Right, I mean, yes. it's right there. Right. And and we can't, we have to accept it the way it is. We can't rewrite it the way we want it. Right, right, right. And I agree. I, I, I'm not going to get in. We're, we won't get into political things. I think the Second Amendment could be rewritten. That's a whole different mm-hmm. podcast. <laughs> um, right. Your, right. Gun, your gun or my gun or whoever's gun is not going to protect you from a militia, considering that basically right. that if the U.S. government wanted to drop a bomb on my house right now as I'm speaking to you, they could literally hit the room I'm sitting in. So that little that gun is not going to protect me from a gun. Right. 
So <laughs> that's the reason right. it was written. We can talk about the political part of that. It's another time, but it's like, and that, and that hits close to home just because I'm a teacher and all the shootings mm -hmm. and the kids that, Correct. you know, the mental health that kids are not getting, you know, that's, you know, Correct. you know, I'm married. Correct. You met my wife. She's a psychologist. She sees it on a daily basis that the mental right. health aspect, the, the, the help that pe kids need is astronomical at this point and that you know correct why, why are we worried about other things but anyway um let's let's dive into a couple basketball things there's a couple things so is there one basketball moment in your coaching career that we could dive into for other coaches something some some something that happened or something that could be a learning process i always ask every coach this question just because uh -huh. sometimes it's an X and O thing, sometimes it's a kid thing, sometimes it's a parent thing. Something we could dive into and talk about that you think another coach that's listening to this could learn from. Well, you know, I always let my kids decide, you know, what we were going to do to get the to get the ship to harbor. I tell them, you know, I'm gonna ask you, you know, what is it we need to do? You're out there. What's the guy doing? Because they can only draw from what I taught them. Right. I, you, they're not going to come up with nothing new they, because their options are only what I taught them. Right. Am, I, am I right? Right, yeah. So I've asked them. So my, my thing with coaching was I tell the guys, look, your job is to get the ship to harbor. My job is to dock the damn thing. <laughs> I like that. Just get me to harbor. Yeah. Just get me to harbor. Right. Okay, so we had a, we had a turnover. We had a turnover, and we were up one. It was against our arch rival, Brookhaven, where Lame uh, uh, Jamel Cornley and, and, and Drew Lavender and uh, Terry Glenn and, oh, wow. and uh, all those guys went to school. So we had a turnover. And we're up one, and there's 11 seconds to go in the game. And so Brookhaven calls timeout, and – they get the ball, call timeout. So my guys come over. So what am I going to do? Am I going to yell at them about the turnover? No. Right. Am I going to freeze them up with all the how important uh, this defensive stance is and all those different things? No. I want them to be free. I want them to feel loose. And I want them, to, I want them all to buy in. Because if they don't buy in, I'm in trouble. So here's what I told him. I said, all right, fellas, no biggie. I said, now let me ask you a question. What would you rather be, down one with the ball with 11 seconds to go or up one on defense with 11 seconds to go? They said, up one on defense with 11 seconds to go. Right. I said, you're right where you want to be. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't tell them what, what watch out for this. If right. we can't defend, if I haven't taught them, how to defend for 11 seconds without having to rehearse it, then I'm not doing my job. Right. Yeah. It's like you haven't taught them. Like, we have final exams coming up this next week. It's like, if I haven't taught you everything you need to know at this point, this weekend right. isn't going to matter. <laughs> you know? Correct. You can Correct. only cram so much. You know, hopefully I've taught you all right. the steps. Um, right. And so so here's the key to that. Here's, here's, here's the final product of what I just said. 60% of what a kid learns, they, they learn from another kid. Okay? Right. So without me telling them what to do, when they went back out on the court, they're talking about who I got, I got this guy, I got, 
Now, remember, so-and-so, that when he does that, I'll help you. See, they were listening and paying attention. They knew what them guys were doing out there. And then when they started talking amongst themselves, that has a way more effect than me telling them, remember, this guy here likes to do this. This That puts semen in their feet. Right. But when they start talking to each other, they were loose. I don't need to tell you, we won that game. Yeah. So you see, and so that's the one that I always remember. That's what that was the day I grew up as a coach. Right. Those yeah, kids yeah. made me a. They made me a yep. better coach. Yep. And the thing is, I tell people too. There's a there's a point later in your career where you have this like you you feel like okay I'm centered enough I know enough like I think when you're young you feel like you have to know everything and all this kind of stuff you're proving your worth. It's like I turn right. so much over to my kids now because it's their shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I'm just helping them. You know, here, right? Here's just the give tools, me the, guys. Just give me the harbor. Yeah, just just give, give me the harbor. harbor. I'll dock it. I love that. Yes, I'll get you. What would you What would you tell a young coach? Like if you if you had a young coach and they're they're listening to this, what would you tell them? What What would be your advice? Here's what I would tell. Here's Here's my advice to a young coach. Young coaches yell. The reason they yell is because they don't know what to say and they're trying to transfer the blame from them to the kids. Remember, coach, you're responsible for everything that's on the floor. The only way it gets on the floor is you put it there. Right. (laughs) And the next thing I I would tell them is this. I've never heard anyone scream instructions. So anytime you're screaming, it's because you don't know what to say. Right. Or you're yelling at the official. Yes. Yeah. You're deflecting. Right. Yes. Yes. Right. You see what I'm saying? But when you're teaching, you never yell teaching. Right. You you instruct. You instruct. Right. right. So when you catch yourself yelling, there's an area you as a coach needs to work in because you don't know what to say. You don't know what to do. So you're trying to put it on the kids. Everyone in the stands knows you, the kid has to play defense if the guy's scoring on them. The people yell, play defense, man. Oh, the coach's job is to tell you how to play defense. Right. Yes. So if you're yelling it, if you're yelling it, that means you don't know what to say. Because if you knew what to say, you would be instructing. Right. Yes. And, I, and, that, so, and, so, and I've noticed that later in my career. I don't really talk to the officials anymore. I'll, don't get me wrong. I'll yell at a, an official once in a while. But most of the time, I am so concerned about all the other things that are going on with my guys that I'm, right. I'm trying to help them that, that, to, be, to be better players than, than worrying about, oh, my God, that wasn't a travel. Well, whatever. Get back. Right. You know? <laughs> well, let me ask you a question. How can every call against me be wrong? <laughs> <laughs> that's what it feels like. <laughs> you, you see, but that's what we see on TV. The right. NBA, yeah. oh, every yeah. call is wrong. Right. Well, watch these thing. guys. Watch these guys in the finals. It's like, come on, guys. They whine after Correct. every call. Seriously, right. you're making $32 million a year, and you don't think these guys out here are doing the best that they can? And they're they some of the best right. officials in the world, and you the think world? they're wrong right. every time. <laughs> right. They, they, here, here's what I do with officials. Here's how, and 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 it, it, I found out it worked for me at the end of a game. And I, it wasn't my goal. It was is my goal to, to just to be part of the game. When 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 my guy would reach and get called for a foul, 
I tell this, it's a great call, man. I've been trying to get him to understand. I said, you just help me to have a better program because his kid's out. Right. And so what I tell the kid, I've never seen anybody reach when their feet are moving. So in order for you to reach meant you quit moving your feet. Why don't you let your feet take your hands where you want it to go rather than reaching? Because every time you reach, you're going to get a foul. Right. I love that. You, 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 you see? And so, so therefore, now the official's going, well, he's not just yelling at me. He's also saying, good call, man. That's a great call. I've been trying to get that kid to do that. You, you're helping me have a better program. Right. Now, at the end of the game, this is just normal human instincts. At the end of a game, I have to make a call. It's a close call. I've got to call something. My subconscious is going to go against what's negative in my head. So at the end of a game, when there's a close call, I got a good shot. Is it going my way? Not because they planned it that way. It's just a human instinct. I got to call something. I don't know which way to go. The person has been yelling at me all game. It's going against his ass. Right. Excuse the French. Yes. You, you, you understand what I'm <laughs> I saying? Do. I do. Right. So, you know, it, it, it. you learn how to become part of something that's bigger than you. The officials, they're part of the game. I got to learn how to become a part of them as well. Right. Yeah. And I'm worried so, about, I'm worried so, about our, um, I'm worried about uh, the la- the number of officials that are coming up through the ranks, especially at the high school level. I'm really worried that we're going to run out of officials because, like, who wants to go out and make forty five bucks and get yelled at? <laughs> right. But you know, you know what it is. Here's what it is. Here's what it is. We are in the position where we're getting ready to pass the, the, the guard over to the next to the next generation. Right. We're, we're, you're getting close there with all the experience you have. Yep. So what happens is when you first started, you automatically gave the officials their props because they were there before you. Now, right. you're there before a lot of officials. That's another sign that you're coming to the end of your line because when, when you leave out, those are going to be seasoned officials, and then the, the new ones are going to come in and look up at those officials. They're going to retire out. They're going to look back at the new officials and say, boy, they got a lot to learn. It's just the process of coming to the end of the line. Right. That's what made me give it up. When I started hearing the parents in the background, I knew it was time to give it up because when I was still hungry and enjoying it and having a ball with it, I never heard the parents. But the moment I started hearing them is because it's not as important as it used to be. Right. And that was a sign for me to say it's time, time to go. Time to pass the torch. I agree. All right, let's go through. I'm going to do my rapid fire with you, Coach. So these are questions. These are questions you got to answer with one. You get one answer. You don't get three. Okay. Okay. Who? Uh, one word to describe your ideal player. Hard nose, hard, hard nose. Okay. Uh, if you could go to one sporting event, uh, what would that be? NBA final. Yeah, I've never been to an NBA final. All right. What? Um. What's your favorite pregame meal? Pasta. 
Okay. Uh, what uh, What's one thing you do to relax? Go home, enjoy my wife for okay. 43 years. Oh, wow. Yeah, we got 20. We got 20 coming up this summer. Um, Good job. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> I know. They should get, like, there should be a special place in heaven for coaches' wives, to be honest with you. Oh, man. They make the, they make the biggest <laughs> sacrifice. They, they do. They do. <laughs> um, hey, Coach. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. A uh, couple things that don't, doesn't cost you a cent to do. You can subscribe and like, leave a written review. We really like that. You can go over to our YouTube channel. Just type in Teach Hoops on YouTube and you'll find our YouTube channel. Um, subscribe, like there, so you'll always get the updates. Um, next thing is um, you, if you do any shopping on Amazon, go down below, click our Amazon link, www.teachhoops.com backslash Amazon. Anytime you're doing shopping on Amazon, we get a small little commission. Helps us with our hosting fees be surprised how expensive it is to run one of these and if you really love this stuff you know let me help you let me mentor you let me uh, email let me get on one-on-one -on -one calls let me show you all the resources that will help me become one of the winningest coaches in the state of wisconsin you know um you know that's why i'm doing this i want to help coaches become better um so teachhoops.com can do that all right let's head off to the podcast because yeah, they take they take all the brunt of it. Um, best basketball player you have seen in person? Michael Jordan. Okay. Um, best player of all time? Michael Jordan. Okay. There's been a lot of discussion about that recently. All right. One thing you, that that helped you become a better coach? My players. Ooh, I like that. No one said no one said that. That's true. Yeah, I think it's like. Um, Best game you've seen in person? Uh, could I be coaching in it? Sure, absolutely. Mine's my. I, mine's one of my state finals. Okay, Finley Prep. When we played Finley Prep with Christian Thompson, Corey Joseph, Nick Johnson, Abib, all those guys were on the same team, and we beat them. Okay. Wow. They were they were averaging 128 points a game and they had 17 points at halftime. <laughs> I'm sure they were talking to themselves walking into the locker room. Uh well, Trey Trey Burke held Corey Joseph to 7 points and Corey was averaging 28 a game. What year was that? That was in uh 2010. 2010. All right, um, one word to describe your coaching style. Hard nose. Okay. Kids uh, are nothing but an extension of their coach. coach. Well, uh, best, best basketball coach of all time. Uh, I'd have to go with Popovich. Yeah, he's getting more votes recently. All right. Now, I'm obviously not your book. One book you would recommend. We'd obviously recommend your book, Coach, but one book you'd recommend for a young coach. Uh, Pat, Pat, Pat Riley's Winner Within. I like that, too. Is that the one, um, is that, the one that talks about um, – what does that talk about? Uh, the, disease, the, the disease of me. Oh, my God. And I all those kinds of things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pat Riley, I, I yes, I I don't know if I've talked about that recently. I talk about the disease of me all the time. It's like the time, right? Oh, it's like it's this that unbelievably good book for people who are listening. Um, 
and that that one we got. All right. So b- before we leave, Coach, I want to know what's going on with your sons. What are they? What are they? What are they doing right now? Well, uh, JJ is uh, uh, JJ is uh, IT exec with uh, company HMP. Okay. Uh, Julian, the middle son that played at Kent State. Yep. Uh, is a assistant coach at Kent State University men's basketball. Okay. And Jared is just back from China, and he's old. Went over there, and lost weight, about forty pounds, got in tip top shape, and is totally uh, unrestricted free agent. And his uh, agent is David Falk, which is oh. Michael Jordan's agent. Okay. And so <laughs> they are uh, seeing what's going on out he, there in the waters. Is he going to play summer league this this summer? No, he won't play summer league. That's for rookies and guys oh, trying to get in. Yeah, well, he's okay. no, he's a he's a vet, right? Even though he didn't play last year, sure. he doesn't have to go through that. He doesn't have you to know go through I mean? that. So, no. right. So, what's the process then when someone comes back after they? I mean, I know he played for the Celtics and the other things. What happens when they go overseas and they come back? Do they have to? What do they? They go do workout. They don't even have to do that anymore, do they? Well, they probably yeah. He probably have to go in and work out. It's more of getting to know the person, you know, right. you, you, they get you good and tired and find out where you're at mentally. Right. And I think Jared's got his hunger back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Things came a little too easy for him. Right. And, and for Trey, they came a little too easy for him. And both of them had their little trials and tribulations and they both, you know, worked their way. I'm quite sure Trey got back. He's with the Knicks and, uh, and he went through the D league route. Where Jared went on over to China and played in China for a year. It's such a hard, I you know, it's such a hard. That's such a hard process too, you know. But it's it's that ups and downs. I mean, we, I I don't know if you believe in a growth mindset, but sometimes you got to fall down before you can stand up and run away. You know, it's like that. that kind well, of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Here's the thing: if you got to get to the point where you're hungry again, because a lot of these kids. All of a sudden, that paycheck, and you think you're there, right? And you're not, and right. And if you can't get hungry again, then you're done because then you just play for the money. Right. You got to play for the love of the game. Right. And if you don't play for the love of the game, you're not going to be around long. Right. And 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 when we're taping this, the NBA Finals is on. You can trust me. You can see those guys. I don't always agree with the way they behave, but they're playing to win that game. It ain't about the paycheck. Correct that point it's about right, like right i'm gonna beat you you know <laughs> right right you can see it in steph's right. face you can see it in lebron's face it's like that's a whole different world like i am i mean right i would rip your heart out and eat it if i could get away with it right, right. but here's the here's the thing people fail to realize the nba doesn't pay you for what you do during the regular season right they pay you for what you can do in the playoffs right that's where you get your max the max uh, contracts. Right. It's yeah. regular season means nothing. Yeah. It's just getting it's, your it's, and so them yeah. <laughs> so those guys are playing because if they're not if they're so close to the championship, if they if they become the weak link, they're traded. Right. Yeah. And they don't want to go and start that process all over again. Right. Yeah. And I don't think I don't think these young guys realize too. It's the NBA, but it is a billion dollar. It's an industry. It's a you know correct. <laughs> it's a it's you know they're they're paying them that much money because they're making more than that much. <laughs> right. You know they're making right. thirty five million, but that means the owner's making seventy five million. 
It's like they're not doing right. it for the charity. <laughs> right. Well, you know, here's the thing. You know, the NBA uh, league pass right. goes around the world. Yeah. China has more basketball fans, NBA fans, right. than we have citizens. <laughs> right. It's crazy. You got me? Right. So they're making, they're making money all over the world. Right. So when, and, and each team has their own station right. that's affiliated with the – and so if they don't get a, a sellout, even though you got league pass, Cleveland, they, they black it out. You, right. you, can't, you can't watch it. And right. you got to go to their station and watch it. Right. You, you see? And so yeah. it's – I mean, they're, it's a business. And these it guys is. need to understand it's a business. And a lot of them mentally can't make that transition. Right. Yes. Um, do you think there's ever going to be? Do you ever think there's going to be a minor league, uh, un, unlike the NCAA? Do you ever think there's going to be a minor league for the NBA? You know they're going to have to revisit that because I think so too. the 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 well you know we're talking about money again. It, the the NCAA is the only multi billion dollar nonprofit I ever seen right. in my life. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> you yeah. know, and, yeah. And you know, let's go back to the, and keep it real. Let's go back to uh, uh, the tattoo gate with Ohio State. Yeah. When Jim Trestle got fired and all, well, they played Arkansas in the in a bowl game. Right. They gave them permission to play the players in the Arkansas game, and then. Come June, they made them forfeit the game. They gave them permission to play it. Right. So basically, what the NCAA said to them was, "It's okay for us to make money with ineligible players, but it's not okay for you to make money with ineligible players." players. Right. Basically, that's all the message was. Right. No, I just think I, I think I think I think the the, the facade of the. the, the the amount of money the colleges are making, I just think, I don't know. I just think it's a disservice. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I think the system it's lost is broken. educational value. Right. Yeah, it's lost its educational value. You know, like, you know, just think of, a, of an AD, and I won't mention his name, but you, it won't take much for you to research. Starting quarterback, get caught DUI. Right. Guess what? He's, he gets suspended again. I agree with that 100%. Right. 100%. It doesn't make any difference whether the kid was underage or of age. It's against the law to drive and drink. Right. Soon as the kid comes back from his suspension, they start selling liquor at the stadium where the football game is played. Right. Now you, you're releasing 110,000 potential DUIs right. every Saturday. Right. What's the message? Yeah. What's the What's the message? It's okay for us to make money. Let the police worry about the DUI. <laughs> right. I yeah. mean, come on. I mean, there's where we're we're losing it. Yeah. We're losing it right there. You, you know what I mean? We're yeah. losing it. You're gonna take the high ground on the kid, but then throw it all out the window because I can make more money for the university. Right, and that's with all the stuff, all the stuff that's hit with the FBI investigation, all that stuff. It's like it just kind of gets brushed away. It's like seriously, like this is a serious. Mm -hmm. These are serious infractions. Right. 
let, let's be serious then. Let them, let's pay them. Let, let's do something. I mean, you're, you're, you're right. fooling yourself with all these, like, it's a, you know, I don't know. The, I tell you what, I got a theory. I got a theory that what should be done. Are you ready? You got time uh -huh. for me to tell you what my uh -huh. theory is? Yep. I think that the kids should get paid not enough money to go buy a car, right. clothes, right. fancy clothes, but, you know, $1,500 to $2,000 a month so that they can take their girlfriend. You know, minimum right. wage right. is what I'm basically saying yep. for every hour spent with basketball, whether it's conditioning, yep. study table, whatever you think doing with basketball. Sure. Absolutely. Right. Right. Yep. Minimum wage. If the NCAA already has it to where they only allow so many hours a week, so you can't mm -hmm. be pumping hours up on them. There's, right. there's so many hours you can only deal with them a week. So give minimum wage for that. Number two, every year that they come back to school, you put money into uh, 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 well, a trust fund. Right, trust fund, something so they can't touch it. Till the retirement. Right. I think it's you put it like an IRA. You put it in an IRA and you can't touch this until you're 60, 60 or something. No, no. 35, 35. 35. Okay. Cause now you through with all the dumb stuff. You're getting ready to raise a family. Family. Now yeah, you, you got a, a down payment. Yep, payment. Yep. You got a down payment for a house. Yep. You, you know what I mean? And right. then the money that they're putting over there for that period of time is making enough interest that you're never spending the money. You're just using the interest of the money. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then if a kid graduates, they even get more. Right. Yes. <laughs> it's because like because you'd have made so much money for the university. Right. With their with their jerseys, with their stuff. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, you and I 100 percent agree on this. <laughs> right. And then you'd have incentive to come back to school, stay four years, get a degree. Because you know, if you don't make it, then you're going off into the world. You work, and at 35, when you get through with all that dumb stuff. All of a sudden, you got your little nest egg that you can buy a house with, or you can invest. You can do it, you, but you're not dumb anymore. Right. You, you got me. You 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 put it this way. You shouldn't be dumb at 35. <laughs> and the thing is, up the money. And the and thing is, like okay. That. So you see all these kids. You, they, you have to understand. There's like I don't even know how many there are. Like 300 NBA players. There's 300 of them. Mm -hmm. There's seven and a mm -hmm. half billion B billion people in the world. Right. You know, you are chasing not a U.S. dream. You're chasing a world dream. Like, there's kids Correct. in Germany that want it as bad as you do. Like, that's, right. you know, and that's why your, son, your, your son's so blessed. Um, cause right. It, yeah. yeah. And he knows how blessed he is. See, and that's the key. You know what I mean? He's in a fraternity, a very right. small fraternity. Yeah. Yes. Um. And that's what I don't think kids understand. That's why there has to be alternatives for these kids. Like you have, right. to, you know, I don't know. It, it's just, there's, there's such a small percentage of them that actually make the league that it's like, let's make sure they get their degrees. Let's make sure they have something right. when they leave there that will, you right. know, <laughs> that they can do something with the rest of their lives. And I love that money. Right. I love that trust fund, put it away, all that kind of stuff. Right. Well, well, thank right. you, Coach. I really appreciate coming on. I'm sure my wife says she's going to make it a yearly ritual to go see. So I'm sure she'll see you again. Um, she <laughs> sit right here in Starbucks. All right, she. All I'm right, sure buddy. she will. I look thank forward you. to meeting you too, man. Hey, yep, for sure, absolutely. Talk to you soon, Coach. Bye bye. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. Um, take thirty seconds, please, please, please. 
hit five stars, go over and, and, and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate that wherever you listen. Um, also, make sure if you're looking for free resources, go over and check out Teach Hoops on YouTube. There's all sorts of free resources. Subscribe there. Like I've told you before, my goal is 100,000 100, uh, subscribers. You're a long ways to go. Um, anyway, and then if you're really thinking of taking your coaching to the next level, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. All right. Have a great Wednesday. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.